taking care of business here with the president and CEO of the Better Business Bureau, our friend Steve Burness. Steve, thanks for coming in for our monthly podcast. It's my pleasure. I love to be here, as you know. Lots to talk about. Let's start with cyber crimes. I know you guys have an event coming up Monday that you're co-sponsoring. Um, obviously, it's always going to be an issue, cyber crimes online. Yeah, cyber crimes online is getting worse, and actually the government says now it's cyber crime is one of the most serious economic and national security challenges we face as a nation. Right now, the estimated cost is about $400 billion. And they say sometime around 2019, it might reach $2 trillion. Holy cow. It's just getting worse. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when the next breach is going to happen, as we have seen in the last few weeks. There was four major breaches. Including Facebook. Facebook. And there was the Panera Bread uh, is another big one as well. We're suggesting consumers do now is freeze your credit reports. I mean, that's where it's coming to, is you freeze your credit report. Yes, there's a cost to it. The attorney generals, I think there's 26 attorney generals, are fighting for this. They make it free so mm-hmm. you can freeze your credit report instead yeah, of Lisa being charged. Madigan's pushing Lisa for Madigan's that too. one of them, correct. Yeah. There's like 25 others. But yes, consumers should freeze their credit reports now. It's getting out of hand. Uh, I've been a victim of identity theft. Lisa Madigan was a victim yes. of identity a few months ago as well. Others have been. You can't stop it. For, there's nothing I could have done to stop it. My stuff was stolen from another of, of, from a vendor, uh, and that's what happens sometimes. So, so credit freeze is the best recommendation for us because for you rather as a consumer because they somebody getting your credit report is going to be very very difficult to do without your permission so steve is is it going to one extreme or the other in other words so with the facebook breach is it i I know a lot of people said i'm just getting off of facebook or say with panera or whatever the company might be it's like well i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go back to that business anymore that's kind of going to an extreme is it that is going to extreme because it doesn't matter it can happen anywhere i mean it can be a small little institution that you're doing business with in some way, or it can be a major, large uh, person. A lot of them do happen to small businesses. You're just not aware of it because they're not in the news. If, what happened to Target a few years ago? If that happened to a mountain operation mm-hmm. or a small, mid-sized company, they'd be out of business. Right. Target was able to obviously, make, you know, take care of this issue and and has the assets to protect themselves. So a lot of small businesses won't tell you they've been a victim. So it happens all the time. Yeah. Breaches. A lot of small businesses. So as a consumer, you got to take the step necessary. You're protected. Yeah. The, Laws are there to protect you, but you've got to do your homework and you've got to do your due diligence. What I mean by that is you've got to look at your credit report. It's not whether you should. Every consumer needs to look at their credit report on a yearly basis. I don't care if you even have credit card or not, because that's the first way you're, sure. you know you're a victim of identity theft is by looking at a credit report. And so, so many consumers don't do that. And then it's on there for three, four years. And then they realize too late. Then it's too late. And then yeah. it takes five years to clean up. And right. then you're trying to buy a house or a newly married couple. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you can't get the house. You got this bad mark. Well, it's not me. Well, you got to clean it up. And it take five, six years to clean up. So, What's the first phone call you should make, Steve? If you think your identity has been compromised, what's the first thing you should do? Obviously, the first thing is, is you got to file a police report. So you got to file a police report that you're a victim of identity theft as well. But call the three carriers uh, of the credit reporting agencies and let them know that you've been a victim of your and lock your credit down at that particular point in time and then ask for a copy of the credit report because you got to see how bad it is it's just one uh, call is not is this usually the opening up you know the uh, the floodgates because yeah. it's not the one call will start more uh, so is it, but a lot of these breaches happen you know and you can be a victim years later mm-hmm. it's not going to end right just because you don't if there's a major breach last week at Panera or two weeks ago rather 
it doesn't mean a year from now that your your place is not on the dark, dark web. And I've seen some of the reports from the dark web, as we talked about yes. in the previous shows. It's it's really scary. They had one of my uh, my passwords. They had uh, the first three characters uh, correct, mm-hmm. and the last two were um, you know start out. Sure. And if I wanted it, I could have bought that password. And it said, Steve Burness, President and CEO of the Better Business Fair Chicago password. And there's your password there's right password. there. So if I paid it, I would have got the whole password. See? They tease you and they show you the only parts. And it was correct. One hundred. The first three, four characters were 100% correct. Right. And you always say, change your password on all your accounts yes. once a month. 30 days. Every 30, yeah, every 30 days. 30 but days. change every account should have a different one. So right. Case, don't, just, yeah. don't just do Steve Burness 1, one. Steve Burness 2. Right. You change it up Change completely. it up. And characters, capitalization, and things of that nature. Yes, it's a pain in the proverbial butt to uh-huh. change these. Yeah. Uh, but it's better in the long run because if you're a victim identity, if you have the same password and they hack into your systems, it can be it could be damage to your systems. It could do damage to if you're at a company. We've seen what happened recently in the northern suburbs. Right, right. You yeah. know, it, it, they a phishing email and they actually she sent all the W two forms to all to a scammer of all the city employees, including the mayor, the fire department, the police right. department. So that could simply happen on a breach like that. So gotta you got to be, so be careful. very careful right now. And what we suggest, the Better Business Bureau suggests, is never click a link. Right. Never ever click a link unless you call that person and say, "Did you send me this link?" Right. And because it could be from your friend, it could, I can get one from you, Andrea. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It could say, "Of course, open this up, Steve. It's a great offer." Yeah. But you didn't send it to me. You were hacked. Right. And I've gotten the fa- the link from Facebook and Instagram saying, yeah. "Oh, it's time to update your contact right. list. Exactly. Click here." Right. I just delete yep. it. You delete it. Delete yeah. it. If you think it's Facebook, call them up directly or send them an email. Never click a link. I don't care what anybody tells you. That's where all the problems are occurring with phishing emails. Absolutely. When you're opening that up, but they have spear phishing now, which is a new slogan. Oh, uh, so basically, spear phishing is when they they know who you are and they target you by your name. So they'll send your friend a letter saying, "Andre's going to call this person. Yes. You know, click here." So they're specifically going after targeting people you. and they're targeting institutions as well and businesses, police departments. Yeah. Uh, the Dallas Police Department paid the ransomware recently, and there's I think the uh, southern, south suburbs there was one a few years ago who paid the ransom. Yeah. So a lot more businesses are paying the ransom now. Yeah. A lot of them in bitcoins mm-hmm. uh, because that's the only way they get their data back. So you got to be very extremely careful. Change it's your password. Eighty percent. I think credit. it's eighty eighty five percent are phishing emails. So that's by somebody clicking on an, on a link. Right. So if we stop clicking on links and uh, we'll be in a driver's seat, and we'll prevent a lot of these uh, these breaches. Absolutely. All right. Let's move on to Medicare cards. These are being issued now. And what do we have to watch for, Steve? So basically, there's fifty nine million people are on Medicare, so they're getting a new card. And seventy five percent of the people, according to ARP, don't even know they're getting a new card. So they may even throw it out. But this is true. This, this is, is legit true. This is that legit. they're getting new cards. They're okay. getting legit. Yeah. So, but nobody knows they're getting them. So basically, the government's sending out new Medicare cards because you may recall when Medicare was instituted in nineteen sixty five, your Social Security number is entered. That was your number. Oh, right. So people are carrying around their purses or their wallets, whatever it may be. So they want to eliminate that because that's a way of getting the victim of identity theft. Some somebody has your Social Security number, they're in the driver's seat. Right. So basically, what you want to do is uh, make sure you get the card and then you destroy your old one and shred it. Okay. Don't uh, don't right. Don't just take it and toss it in right. the garbage can. Yeah. Right. But the better business bureaus across the country, including our BBB, is starting to receive information that scammers are calling. Say, hey, you know what? I'm calling for Medicare. We have your new card. It's going to be twenty five dollars. We need your credit card. 
uh, number like this, or we need your social security number because we're sending you new Medicare card. Medicare, just like the IRS or any of those people, are not going to call you no. and demand information in 30 minutes. As I said many times, the only thing you should do in 30 minutes is buy a pizza. Is get a pizza, That's exactly. It. Anything else? Anybody wants demanding money, demanding payment, demanding information, personal information, 30 minutes or less, that's a scam. Medicare government doesn't call you up out of the blue saying, you know, what's your social security number? They right. don't do that. So get the card in the mail, immediately destroy your old one, right. and then do you have to call and register the new no, card? No, you don't have to call and register. Okay, it's just all. set. That's just it. Keep it. Keep it, obviously, safe. It's a mixture of numbers and digits now, or okay. digits and uh, letters, rather. Yeah. Uh, so you, can, you don't have their social security number on there as well. But most people don't know what's coming. Yeah. Uh, so 75% of people don't know, realize they're getting a card. So those 59 million Americans are getting a new card. It's sporadic. It's going to be throughout, throughout the year as well. And anybody calls you regarding that, asking for information, it's a scam. Right. Medicare has said that. 100% certainty. If anybody calls you and saying, you got to pay or we need information before you can send a card, that's a scam. And again, if you have any questions, any doubts, bbb.org. BBB. Just go. It's, it's a wonderful resource. Just if you ever have any questions or concerns, just go right to your website. Right. Before you buy or hire, you're BBB. Don't that's, forget about it. And yeah. don't forget, too, um, Monday, you're having a special seminar next week. Yeah, next week and Monday, from, uh, on April 30th, from 9 to 12 p.m., in the loop, we're having a, a seminar on uh, cybercrime, an initiative to combat the growing attack. So it's for consumers and businesses as well. It's free of charge. So we suggest you please, it's, in, it's co- according to this with the Federal Trade Commission, the FB, uh, F- uh, FBI, and the Small Business Administration. So the Better Business Bureau is hosting this uh, event on Monday. Contact the BBB or cybercrime at chicago.bbb.org and we'll give information against free of charge but it can help you prevent you from being a victim of identity theft from both businesses and consumers. Everybody should attend this. It's a free seminar, free seminar. and you get a little uh, information on how not to get scammed. Exactly. Uh, the weather's finally turning nice. Finally, finally we're going right. to get we're getting some sunshine, some nice temperatures, but that also leads to one of our favorite topics to inform you about summer scams. Summer scams. It happens all the time. It's a perennial problem and a lot of it has to do with the college students that are actually high school students getting out of uh, school and looking for summer work. Right. Uh, they don't have the internships like they were years ago. So they're following, they're calling, they're going to these websites and and they're going to these sites that are not legitimate, you know, and they're looking for summer help. They type in the keyword in Google and they get summer help, you know, and they get these offers from these organizations who immediately hire them yeah. on the phone. They don't ask for anything uh, about their background, but they want your personal information about your social security number and they want your credit card to you know because they have to you have to buy some products or buy some information from them so that's the tip off to the rip off so if somebody's looking for a job a summer job we're seeing a lot of calls already you, if they say you don't have no training or experience and you're hired right away that's a scam okay the only time you should give you your social security number is when you meet somebody in person when you go right. for the interview then right. and think course. about it you never have to get you're not you don't give your social no, anyway no. i mean maybe if you're applying for a credit card but, but that's you making a call that's the key exactly. you hit Right on the head. Yeah. You make the call. You know who you're calling. You just don't. Somebody calls you out of blue or and somebody just asks you for your social security number. They're doing this because you need a job. So right. we need your social security number. They don't need it right away. And you gave a stat a couple months ago, Steve, where you said millennials are the most scammed group. Not seniors, yeah, not the boomers, not middle age. Yes. The millennials, mainly because they're young and they don't know. Like things we're talking about, you don't need to give your social out. Right. They don't need it. They don't have this information and they don't ask their parents. Because I remember being young as well, many years ago, as you may recall. Yes. You, you think you know it all. Unfortunately, it's not the case. We're here to help these consumers. Right.
consumers right. and students as well. But you've got to ask the questions. Ask somebody. If not your parents, ask somebody else. And millennials are more susceptible because that's all they do is online. Yeah. You know, I have two kids. That's They don't do anything. They don't have a newspaper. They just do everything online. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Their, their phone in front of their hands. They don't even watch TV anymore. Yeah. So they get all their information and content from there. So they believe, like they say, everything's believable on the internet because it's on the internet. And that's far from the truth. I've been doing this for you know 30 years now. There is a ripoff or uh, basically a scam in every industry. There's a yeah. bad actor. Bad apples, sure. I like to put it. So I don't care if they have a business. I don't care if they have a license. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make them a good business. So before you buy or hire BBB it, we can tell you information about the business ahead of time. And we're also referral agencies. Most consumers don't realize that. If you want to, if you need a waterproofer, you need a new car, or you need to go on a vacation, sure. you can go to BBB and get a list of accredited businesses by specific industry. We have over 9,300 businesses that are accredited by BBB so that we've vetted. Go to that website. Our goal, Steve, is going to be get to get more millennials to the, go to the BBB website. We'd love to have more millennials and get involved with the organization as well. Steve, thank you so much as always. My pleasure. Thank you so much.